0: A lot of it is fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, fear of someone thinking that I'm a fraud or not understanding who I am. And it's it's hard, it's, it's really tough to overcome fear, but it's been such a big part of my journey. And I've noticed that every time I confront that fear, I'm rewarded. My spirit team answers. My higher self rewards me in some way.
1: Hey hey, hi vibing it homies. Welcome back to another epic episode of one of your favorite podcasts, hopefully high in it, where we are always having fun, empowering, enlightening conversations to help you live your best life, whether that's by eating the best foods or thinking the best thoughts or working with your feelings, healing, elevating your vibe, spiritual stuff, self-love stuff, personal development stuff, all that jazz. And I feel like Lindsay and I haven't introduced ourselves in a minute. So let's just do that real quick. And then we'll introduce you to our guest, Megan, who is awesome. I cannot wait to chat with her more. Um, But for anyone who's tuning in for the first time, my name is Kelsey Aida, I'm a best-selling author, and I am a transformation facilitator slash energetic alignment coach, which is a mouthful, but basically just means <laughs> that I work with your energy to help you manifest your best life and love yourself
2: deeply through that process. And my homegirl slash co-host, I'll, I'll do it. I know. I'm like, there's like double Dutch where like, I'm trying to time you stop talking so that I can just start talking and it's flawless, but we're not there yet. Hi guys, I'm Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> your friendly neighborhood hypnotherapist. i have just, it's cute. I don't know, Spider-Man fans, but I like to help you get your subconscious goals on the same page as your conscious desires so that you can live your best life and get your whole mind on the track of where you want to be and what you want to do and your most authentic experience on this planet. All that to yeah. say, I help you rewire your mind. Um, and I don't know, Kels, I'm just gonna go for it. I don't know if we've announced the change in our schedule have you announced it I haven't done any stories on Instagram on it and I feel like it's a good time to tell people (laughs) yeah I think we did but
1: it's worth mentioning for now we are making our show even more special and even more exclusive by only doing two episodes per month as opposed to the weekly Um, four episodes was just getting to be a lot for me and Lindsay, our lives are very full and we really want our podcast to stay like top quality. So instead of skimping on quality, we just want to do a little bit less episodes so that hopefully when you do get a new episode, it's
2: even more special and more exciting. So yeah, we're doing that. We
1: have
2: have what 200 over 200 episodes. If you're not caught up, this is a good time to just start from the beginning and just go because there is isn't really a bad, there's not one episode that I'm like, Oh, why'd we do that one? (laughs) They're all great. They're all gems and you deserve to listen to every single one. So yeah, if you're bored and you don't have enough
1: content from us, just go back in the archives. There is so much. (laughs) So much good stuff. Um, But anyway, today's conversation is going to be so awesome. We have Miss Megan Jones joining us all the way from Alabama. She is a psychic medium, an intuitive healer and host of the Chasing Spirituality podcast. And she is just a cutie pie. So I'm super excited to dive into her energy and steal some of her wisdom and just converse with her for the next hour or so. So Megan, thanks for being here.
0: Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be on the podcast as a listener. It's just great to get to talk to you and have a beautiful conversation that I know the listeners will enjoy.
2: I have to ask Megan, as a listener, are you caught up with the episodes or are you going to be binging (laughs) over the next few months?
0: (laughs) I'm definitely going to be binging. I feel like I've listened to like a handful at the beginning, a Uh bunch in the middle, a handful at the end, so I can I definitely have a lot that I can work with to catch
2: up. <laughs> nice, that's right, Megan. I'm so happy you're here, and I'm really happy to talk to you today. Um, Chasing spirituality, I'm so intrigued. I know that you are deep into the spiritual stuff in a very unique place to be deep in the spiritual stuff. So, can you give us like a little synopsis of how you got here, your story, your journey, whatever you think we should know or want to know? Uh, go for it.
0: Yeah. So I grew up in Alabama, and as most of the listeners hopefully know, it's kind of a hard place to be in when you're different. There's a lot of uh, pressure from peers and society to fit in and to fit into this mold, especially um, Christianity, and it's even more so evangelical, so it's more of the dogmatic Christianity that is really, really hard when you are a spiritual person, when you're an intuitive person and everything that you're being told and shown and taught is so different from what you feel inside. And so I feel like that prevented me from really tapping into who I truly am growing up. I had a lot of pressure from teachers and friends and peers, as well as my parents, to be a people pleaser and to do whatever looks normal to be normal, but I never felt normal. I felt anything but normal. I felt like the black sheep of my family and at times I still do, but I, I would say it was in 2018, uh, 2018, 2019, I went through what I like to call my, my initial dark night of the soul. And I was very depressed. I started going um, within more and trying to listen to that intuition again, that intuition that I had shut off for so long. And I realized that I was very unhappy and I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I was doing. But at the same time, I didn't understand why I was so unhappy because I felt like I had a beautiful life. I was married to a man who loved me more than anything. He treated me very, very well. And, you know, we're still married. We have a wonderful marriage. I had beautiful children. I had a beautiful home. And I just didn't understand why I felt so alone, why I felt so different. And I didn't even know where to begin. So I started kind of listening to podcasts about witchcraft. And that took me down a completely different rabbit hole, because as I was looking into energy work and witchcraft, I noticed that some of the sources weren't spiritual sources. And so that's what kind of led me down. Oh, it's not just witchcraft that you find interesting. It's energy work. It's spiritual work. And that led me to doing a lot of my own healing, a lot of my own shadow work around these beliefs that I had adopted around who I really was and encouraged me to figure that out again. And from there, I created my podcast, Chasing Spirituality, because I felt like if I was going through this, then there had to be other people that were going through the same thing. Other people that felt exactly like I did. And so um, I got into astrology and I got into human design and just all, all these wonderful modalities that really helped me connect to the true me, really helped me connect to Megan. And I've kept sharing that information on my podcast, what I would find interesting or inspiring or helpful, I would uh, share it on the podcast. And um, that's where I am today is continuing to just spread the word of finding who you really are, finding out what works for you and how you can express that to the fullest.
2: Oh my gosh. You are the person you needed. Absolutely. Yeah, they say Uh, Be the person you wish you had. So what was the first kind of aha moment where you were like, oh, there is more. Like, I know that you, you explained that you kind of knew that already, but maybe didn't know how to translate it into your own life or didn't really know what it meant. So like, do you have something in mind where when you learned it or when you, when it kind of hit your being, your energy, you were just like, oh my gosh, yes, this is true. This is real for me.
0: I would say that I started meditating and as I was kind of meditating and getting deeper into that, I would get these epiphanies. I would get these downloads that would just kind of guide me on what to say, what to do, how to work through this emotion, how to work through the trauma that I had experienced growing up and really heal that. And that's when I realized there is something more because all this information I didn't I didn't learn it, I didn't know it as Megan, what Megan had been taught, but I, I still knew it. I knew it deep down, my higher self knew this information and was able to, to show me, to teach me. And that's definitely when I was like, yes, there's something more
1: here. Mm. So what do you think was like the most pivotal or most um, powerful, whether it was like a perspective shift, or a technique or a modality or something that you did or maybe stopped doing that really helped to lift you out of the depression? Because I'm sure you were doing a lot of different stuff, but is there anything in particular that was like the most potent medicine for you at that time?
0: In the beginning, it was definitely astrology. Astrology helped me understand myself more and it I felt seen for the first time and I felt validated in who I was and how I thought and what I'd even experienced growing up, you know, I I started doing more of like the soul work of astrology and understanding like what my wounds were. And it helped me realize that everything that I have experienced was for a reason. It was for a purpose. And that's just, it's just so healing in itself, knowing that you chose these lessons and that they're all here to make you a better version of yourself so astrology and I still love astrology but in the beginning it was a game changer it was it, it saved my life it really did
2: oh wow
1: makes sense. it is very
2: yeah and I know for me as well I I definitely feel the same it makes you feel so much more empowered to know that like you had a say versus like stuff just happens to you and you have no choice or um you know, stake in the game. It's, it's just for me, if I didn't know that, and I just thought stuff happened, are you kidding me? Then it probably, (laughs) I don't know where, (laughs) I know things are happening. I, I don't know where I would be, but that just that knowing of like, Oh, my soul knows it's fine. My soul knows I trust. It's just, I don't know. It may not be for everyone, but for me, it definitely did what it was supposed to do and made me just grow exponentially where before, like, who knows, you know, so I'm glad that you said that, because I definitely agree.
0: Yeah, it takes the pressure off, you know, when you're going through all these things, because we all go through hardship and challenges. And so knowing that, you know, you chose this, you chose to experience this, and that you have control of your life, and that everything is in alignment with your growth and where you're going, it, it does, it takes the pressure off, and it makes it not so scary and not so hard to face.
1: Mm, I love this conversation. So, when did you transition to working with clients, and or also, did you always know that you were a psychic medium? Let's talk a little bit about that. <laughs> I was hoping so, you'd bring it up. <laughs> I definitely
0: did not know that I was a psychic medium. It um it was. I think it was 2022, 2021, when I decided to let myself be called that, but it took a lot of inner work because, you know, it it actually happened after I got a Reiki session done. So I had a Reiki healing done and it was so transformative. I felt again, kind of like with astrology, I felt understood. I felt like I knew myself more after the session and she mentioned things that really connected with me and my past and how I felt as a soul and she brought up me having some kind of connection with the dead and she said I see death in your third eye she said do you work like in hospice or do you work with the elderly and I was like no I I, I do not do that and she said okay she said we'll just sit with it you know just we're not going to go deeper into it. It doesn't resonate. That's fine. And then it was about two weeks later, I got a download from my guides and they said, it's because you're a medium. You you speak to the dead. You speak to spirit. You connect to your higher self. You connect to spirit guides. And it just clicked. And I was like, no, I'm not a medium. I, I'm not that cool. Like, no, 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 no. And they're like, <laughs> yes, you are. You need to do work on this. You need to do work on your confidence. And so that's what kind of began my new journey. I felt like I knew myself more now, but I had to work through the limiting beliefs that I'm not good enough, you know, the worth, the self-worth, the being able to actually do this for other people. And, you know, I always would give people the best advice and the best guidance. And I always knew like it wasn't me because I would say things and I'd be like, where did that come from? But I didn't realize that I was like channeling spirit. I was channeling my higher self and their higher self. And I didn't know what that meant. And so after taking a course on mediumship and allowing myself to have that validation from others and seeing like, I can do this, I can pull that intuitive information that I wouldn't know otherwise. It really helped to set that journey moving forward where I could actually read for others and be more confident in that.
1: The holiday season is in full swing and if you're wondering what you should gift your friends and family, that's not going to break the bank. Consider giving them the gift of a great book. For the journalers in your life, Letters to the Universe is a manifesting journal that will help them to script their dreams into existence. What better gift is there than that? For the baby witches who are new to manifesting and want to learn how, My Pocket Guide to Manifestation is definitely the one for them. And for anyone who could use a little more sunshine and happiness, which is basically everybody, (laughs) Affirmations for Happiness can help there. I'll link to these books in the show notes, or you can just search my name, Kelsey Aida, at any major book retailer and find the books online or in person there. Happy gift giving. Mm. So for everyone wondering, all the mediums to be out there, what course did you take? Was it like a program where you're working with other people? Because that's what it sounds like, like a group program.
0: Yes, I worked um, with, she is a, a medium. Her name is Allison Shine. And she has a program for mediums wanting to explore this deeper. And so I took two courses of hers. One was um, called Speaking with Spirit. And it's the very beginning. So you can kind of learn the foundation of the spirit world and what most uh most spiritual mediums know about and we had practice circles where each week we would get to practice with each other and in in those circles I would just know all this information about who we were reading for and I didn't know anybody so it was very validating for me and that's one of my top tips for anyone who thinks that they may want to explore this more is find a way to receive safe validation because before I had seen myself be able to actually tell someone something about their life or about a loved one who had passed, I didn't really believe it. I didn't believe that I could do something like that
2: until then. Okay. I have the million dollar question. What does your family think or your friends in your Alabama community? Are they supportive? Do you have challenges where you are? Like, what's that like? It's actually
0: been I've been very blessed and I will say that there's other people that I work with that haven't been as blessed as I have to have as much support you know there's always going to be the the people who don't understand or who don't really believe it but I will say that as far as my family and my inner circle and my community goes no one has I guess been uh, brave enough to to challenge me on it and I've also said you know, kind of boundaries with my spirit team and I've asked them to protect me from from people like that who who don't really deserve my energy. You yeah. know, I don't want to put my energy and feed into negativity. So if there's someone who needs a reading, if they need to work with me, I ask I invite them, I ask that spirit send them to me. But I've I've definitely worked really hard to make sure Spirit knows that I don't want to be the one to to prove Prove that I can do this, that I can prove that spirit is actually communicating with us.
2: Yeah. One of the best things I ever learned was like, if someone wants to learn and is genuinely curious about what you do, talk all day, talk as much as you want, but never try to convince someone because they already know that they're not going to believe you. They already know that it's not going to be something they resonate with. And you're right. Like if there is someone that can convince them, perfect. I don't, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I don't want to spend my energy (laughs) there. Um, Yeah, very (laughs) Very smart and uh, get your spirit team involved because, you know, they they can help. They want to help get you the right people and fill those spaces where you can have that safe community. I've only ever had one person say, I just do hypnotherapy. I just work with your mind, right? Like, that's it. I'm not, I do talk, you know, do spiritual stuff, but I don't advertise. And Back then I just did clinical stuff and I only had one person then say, mm, that's the devil. I'm like, what are you? What? I don't get, I does not compute. What do you mean? Anyway. So yeah, it's 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 always a good idea to get your spirit team involved to help you kind of be the bouncer and mm-hmm. turn people away that don't fit the bill.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that's kind of what I told my spirit team as well. I was like, I'm sure there's someone out there that would gladly, you know, try to prove that this is real, but that's not me. I I don't want to be that person. Just send me the people that need me that they will resonate with what I say and it will change their life in some way and I've worked really hard to expand and to kind of grow past some of those fears. Cause I do know that some of that is fear, you know, of, of making a mistake and, and having them believe differently than what I want them to believe. So I've said, if there's somebody that I can help, that I can reach, and there's a purpose for me to learn something or for them to learn something, then I'll take it. I guess I don't really want to, but I will. (laughs) And, you know, I've had since I've kind of grown my community more, especially locally. We've had churches, you know, say that I'm a necromancer and what I do is evil, but I just don't feed into it. I keep, you know, high vibing it. I keep making sure that I am authentic and that I only share positive messages and I just don't feed into it.
2: Kind of like that. Megan Jones, necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> that is
1: hilarious. And sad, but you know, it happens. People don't understand. So whatever. Not our people. Um, I'm curious. So your story really has a theme of like authenticity helping you to feel better, which I think is like a general, you know, way of life for people. If you're living more true to yourself, you're going to feel better and be happier. So what advice or pointers or tips do you have for people who want to step more into their authentic selves, but maybe they don't know like who that is or what that would look like, or maybe they're scared because they do know, but it's like really different from how they're being right now. Mm,
0: Yes, fear is definitely the biggest thing that I have um, worked with on my personal journey and what I talk about on my podcast a lot and what I work with clients on. It all comes down to fear, when we're not being authentic, there's usually something beneath the surface that we're afraid will happen. And, you know, we can create all of these narratives and all these stories that aren't real, but a lot of it is fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, fear of someone thinking that I'm a fraud or not understanding who I am. And it's, it's hard. It's, it's really tough to overcome fear, but it's been such a big part of my journey in I've noticed that every time I confront that fear, I'm rewarded. My spirit team answers. My higher self rewards me in some way. I feel more connected. I feel more like myself and more authentic. And most of the time, the fear is not anything like what I thought it would be. And part of that, you know, we were talking about being in Alabama, being in a small town, there was a lot of fear about me coming out as you know a spiritual person as a as a psychic medium and so for a long time i went under an alias i went under a uh, different name uh, maggie luna was the name i used when i first created my podcast because i was so afraid of what would happen if my friends found out if people that i went to school with my family what would happen how would they judge me how would they criticize me and slowly i worked through that fear it took it took some time but i was able to understand that I was afraid of things that hadn't happened I was afraid of things that I had never been given the opportunity for people to react to and once I just ripped that band off and stepped forward as this is who I am I'm, I'm a psychic medium I'm a spiritual teacher it wasn't as bad as what I thought it would be all of the scenarios that I made up in my head they never they never happened and so fear is the key to is is the key to authenticity, and everybody's fear is is going to be different, and so it takes a lot of internal work, a lot of inner work, shadow work, to see what's holding you back, what are you not um, sharing, what boundaries are you not setting, who are you not really embodying because of these fears?
2: Yeah, I mean, you said every time you show up as your authentic self, you get rewarded, and I one hundred percent agree. Can we talk about the rewards? Like, what do you have now as your authentic self that you wouldn't have otherwise? What do you get to do? What um, freedoms do you have that you can only get from living in your authenticity? We want to give people like, we talk about it all the time, but here's why. Let's talk about why we need to do it. Better, yes, authenticity and living your best life. What does that look like for you?
0: One of my favorite stories that was really hard for me, um, was actually when I reached out to a local metaphysical shop. So I had been getting pushed from, from a higher self to do things locally, but I didn't really have a spiritual community to work with. I had a few friends, you know, that I could trust and that I could talk to, but it wasn't a true community. And so there was a local, um, apothecary metaphysical shop that was doing like a summer event, a summer solstice event. And I decided to go and I'd been to the shop before, but I'd never really introduced myself as a psychic medium. And my friend was like, you should tell her, you should tell the shop owner that you're a psychic medium and ask if she, you know, if she's interested in using you using your services for events or anything like that. And I was like, "No, that's that's so intrusive. Like I can't do that. I, no, I'm not doing that." And they're like, "Come on, come on, you can do it. You could do it." And so I just took a deep breath and I was like, "What harm is there? She'll either say no. She she doesn't need a psychic medium or she'll say yes or maybe later on in the future something will happen." So I just I just did it. I just sucked up the fear, <laughs> and I went up to her, and I said, hey, you know, my name's Megan, and I've been here a few times. I just wanted to let you know that I'm a psychic medium. If you're ever interested in having a psychic medium for any of your events, a reader, I, I you know I would be interested, and I could tell she was a little skeptical at first. She was like, oh, sure, okay, you know, and so I just I kept going on about my day. I saw some of the vendors and hung out with some of my friends there. And two days later she messaged me and she said, I, since I met you, I've had three people come into the shop and ask if we had a psychic medium. Wow! And I thought, okay. And so she said, would you mind coming in and doing a group reading for me and the service providers? Just, she's like, I vet everyone, I have to make sure that, you know, you're legit and you, you can do what you say you can do. And that was a whole nother fear that I had to overcome, but I did Kelsey, that. we should start saying in. that to our
2: guests. Like you're psychic, we got we got to make sure that. <laughs> <laughs> <you're
0: a psychic. laughs> Come on, give me show. a
2: reading. I want to know everything.
0: Just <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. kidding. So, so I went in and I I did a group reading for her and a few of the other providers, and I made one of they thought it was really funny that I made one of the girls cry and I'm not trying to you know promote that but I'm yeah. happy I made her cry but apparently her grandmother came through and it was very emotional for her they were very close and that just sealed it they said when can you start when do you want to come in and so now I do readings out of the shop and I teach classes and I have a wonderful supportive community there and i just it's it's more than just readings you know like they're my family and we're so close now and I wouldn't have that if I had just sat back and thought oh I'm not good enough to put myself out there and advertise myself as a psychic medium
2: well and here's what's actually happening because we we talk about this all the time and this is just confirming that when you show up as who you are it helps the universe find what's freaking meant just for you You know, what's really weird, the weirdest part about that story is that no one else had approached her asking this, what, in my head, I'm like, she must get these requests all the time. But the fact that she gave you that look like, oh, this is interesting, and then hired you saying that she had so many requests, like, that's what I would think. So Mm -hmm. what's meant for you will find you, but you got to, you got to meet it halfway, you got to show up, you got to, you got to show the world and the universe and your own energy who you are so that you can find that stuff. Otherwise, you're just going to keep getting mismatched stuff and wonder why. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I mean, I would have, if I would have just sat back and never went up to her and approached her, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I, I've grown so much, you know, it's been a lot of growth and healing for me to, to do that. At that point, I had never done in-person readings. I was only doing online readings. And you got to so jump was... in the
2: deep end. That's That's perfect. That's so funny. I love that. Yes, well, and I, I was, tackled
0: lots of fears in just that
2: one, one
1: situation. <laughs> and I was going to say too, I admire the in-person aspect of this story because as someone who's worked with people online and worked with people in person, there's just something more potent and different about it being in person, especially a group of people all witnessing and experiencing the same thing is like so, so, so powerful. And I think today in this day and age, it's easy for healers and spiritual people and people who help other people to think the only way I can do it is online. The only way to reach the most amount of people is online. But there's something to be said about just going into your local community and doing stuff there. Even if you're just helping three people, 10 people, it's really, really rewarding to do it in person. Because I know like when I've done retreats or hosted um, different book events and self-love workshops and stuff at yoga studios and things local in my community. It just hits different, especially for you as the practitioner, because you're seeing it in real time, the effect that you're making. Um, So I hope that plants a little seed into everyone who's listening to do more in-person grassroots on the ground stuff and not just, you know, your Instagram lives and your Zooms and your podcasts and all that, which Uh, is great. But in person is really, really great also.
2: Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal, once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal. And that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. Unless you're doing hypnotherapy, because I don't need to be in the same room with you. <laughs> I have to add the footnote, but I'm not going to lie. I am looking for, I do miss doing in person. When I had an office that wasn't my home, it was nice to get to do in-person sessions. Um, it's not out of the question if we ever relocate i'm kind of thinking about it but anyway yeah you brought it up so i brought it up i am thinking about doing in person again but it is it is to be able to see people all over the world as well um so there's i'm going to say this there's no no wrong way to do it but i i agree with kelsey there is something about that energy exchange when you're in person uh if especially if it's like spiritual like medium stuff i don't know if i would want to do a medium over the internet versus on versus in person i think i'd rather do it in person and i don't know kelsey's retreats are super potent from her and others who have said i've never been so don't come for me people but I want, <laughs> I want to eventually go to one of your retreats or maybe we could do like a dual one we talk about it sometimes but i'd we have talk to talk about it but that requires leaving it. your house <laughs> i'd have to escape to mexico without my kids and that again again i did it once for you kelsey that's true. She did.
0: I the think wedding. this is a sign that maybe you should do more in-person stuff, Lindsay. And maybe it doesn't maybe. have to be hypnotherapy. Maybe it's the retreat aspect.
2: Maybe. And maybe I do do a side branch of just energy stuff. Because like guys, what you don't know about me, Kelsey does, but what a lot of people don't know is I have a lot of certifications. <laughs> hypnotherapy is just my favorite one. There's a lot of things that I could be doing in person. Um, that, you know, maybe I'll noodle on it. Maybe this is. Going to give me a, a jump start. But yeah, anyway. anyway I just Becky, wanted you to get it that
1: out there because, like, post COVID <laughs> times, I think the default is just a lot of, yeah. everything online.
2: And it's like a lot of people,
1: people actually really want to connect in person, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I was very resistant to doing things in person. I kept just working on the podcast and trying to grow my online business, my online clients. And My spirit team just kept telling me, no, you need a local community, (laughs) you need support. Get in front of people. Yeah. mm -hmm. And now I realize it was, again, just to help me overcome some of those fears and some of those self worth blocks. And it, again, like I mentioned earlier, it helped me so much as well doing things in person and connecting with others in person. And I still love my online services and my online community that I have, but it is, it's different and it's rewarding in a different way.
2: Mm -hmm. I would say there's no better way to build your confidence if you're just like, okay, (laughs) they're looking at me. Got to make this work. And then watching the magic happen, because it's easy to just sit back and worry about what could happen in person during like a medium session. And you probably have sat back and worried about what can happen in a medium session in person. But the second you get there, I know I know that you left being like, ah, that was one of the best things. I've done especially with the reaction you can see in real time so yeah I, I I have no doubt that it boosted your confidence in your own abilities how are you feeling about it now do you do it regularly the in-person stuff I,
0: I do more classes than I do sessions but I'm still open to sessions um I would say that I teach a lot more in person now so I, I do a couple classes a month and we do um, group circles, you know, to help people kind of with their own intuitive gifts and with uh, their own mediumship gifts, and I feel like that's really um, what I do the most in person. And I love to teach. I love to teach, so it's really rewarding for me to have, you know, students that come back every month for new lessons and and learn how to to be intuitive, just like I did.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So, can you give us maybe one? like practice that you teach your students as far as like let me frame it for the people out there who know that they're intuitive but they haven't maybe practiced that much is there a way that you like drop in to allow the information or that you teach people to really like get into that space get into the zone so they can channel what needs to be channeled
0: So there is a guided meditation that I do for all of my practice circles. And it's just a really quick way to get people to get out of their mind, get into their body and raise their vibration. And it's a pretty common meditation. It's um, I usually do the staircase. So you just climb the staircase. And as you climb higher, you're raising your vibration, you're opening up, you're connecting. And when you reach the top of the staircase, there is a door. And when you enter this, this. Room, you will be in your own personal paradise where you can connect easily to spirit. So I do that for every practice circle that I do, whether it's in person or online. But I would say that my most helpful tip that I give in all of my classes, anyone that's wanting to work on trusting their intuition, it's believing that you are intuitive. It is believing in yourself and believing that you can do this and not to discredit how information comes to you. If you see something, if you hear something, if you feel something, using all of those senses and not trying to decipher what they are, not trying to judge what they mean is key when we're developing because even as a psychic medium, I don't always know what these signs mean. When spirit sends me messages or words or feelings, I don't always know what it means. If they send me a movie theater, I don't know what a movie theater means. It may mean that the sitter's planning to go see a movie. It may mean that they went and saw movies with their dad when they were a kid. I could assume what it means, but that, that could be wrong. So it's more so relaying the information, how it comes to you, how you feel, how it makes you feel, how how it appears in your mind, however it's coming to you, relaying that to the person you're reading for and letting them decipher that message. Because it's a three-way connection when we connect to spirit. It's It's a connection between us and spirit, but also between spirit and the sitter, spirit and the person who's receiving the reading. So sometimes it's this loop where I say the information and they connect to it. And then it becomes this infinite loop of information. And the more we work together, the more we just trust that spirit is sending both of us this information, the easier the reading goes. And if you're always guessing and and discrediting what's coming to you, trying to figure it out and decipher it, you're taking away from the energy of it. And the energy is where the message really lies.
1: Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. How do you mainly receive information? Do you have like some Claire gifts that are more potent than others? Or do you get information in like all the ways?
0: I get information in all of the ways. I feel like we all do. I feel like our Claire's work together. They work, in, especially in pairs to help strengthen the message. But I feel the most and I hear the most. So Claire Sentience is the feeling and Claire audience is the hearing. Those are the two that are the most dominant for me. And then um, Claire Cognizance was just, this, just that knowing, that pure raw intuition. That's probably my third. My, I don't see um, I don't see signs as much. I'm not very clairvoyant. That's one that I'm still working to develop myself. And so I'll just kind of ask my guides, hey, can you send me a clairvoyant message today and let me practice with it see if I can uncover what it means? That's <laughs> a fun little
1: prompt.
2: <laughs> when you say feel, is it like an emotional feel? Like you just feel it or is it like you actually feel it in your body?
0: Both. Um, both. Um, I would say that the emotional feeling is easier for me. But if someone is uh, in pain or if someone is going through something physically, I can also feel in my body what they're experiencing. But emotionally is is definitely my strongest. I can sense people's emotions very, very easily.
1: Mm, This is so cool. I really want for anyone who's tuning in from Alabama, can you please like share more about how (laughs) they can work with you in person (laughs) or if anyone's around there and wants to travel Um, and then we can head over to the Patreon soon, but tell them how they can connect with you in person, online, all the ways, just plug all your offerings and your medicine.
0: Yes. So I am in Um, I live in Calera, Alabama, but I work at um, this shop called Sky Apothecary, and it's in Clanton, Alabama. So if you're close to the area, there's um, a Facebook page. It's Sky Apothecary, and she posts a calendar every month that shows what we've got going on that month with our different uh, teachers. And then... If you're not local to me, don't worry. I still have stuff uh, that we do online. I have um, an Instagram and a Facebook. My Instagram is chasing.spirituality. Someone already took chasing spirituality, but everywhere else is chasing spirituality. I do sessions online. I do, um, I like to call them spirit sessions because I feel like my specific mediumship gifts are more so connecting to your spirit, to your soul, to your spirit team. I can connect to loved ones, but that's just not um, where I'm being guided. And then I also offer Reiki and things like that. Um, And I am, I have a a community as well where we do uh, practice online. We do practice circles online so that you can get validation. You can work on specific clairs if that's something that you're interested in. And that is Chasing Spirituality The chasing spirituality community and all of that is on my website it's chasingspirituality.com.
2: yay
1: and we'll definitely link to that in the show notes as we always do in case you guys don't check out the show notes uh you should because we always put the guest's website and at at the very least their instagram handle so you can go connect with them there But um, yeah, this has been so good. Megan, thanks for coming on and sharing your story. And hopefully I'm sure this inspired a bunch of people who are maybe a little nervous or a little scared. But if she can do it in Alabama, you can do it too. Okay, guys, that's all I got to say. Anyone who's been to Alabama, they know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's been so great getting to talk to you guys.
2: Yeah, thank you. Lindsay? uh love you guys i don't know we're going to the patreon so if you're not a patreon member go to patreon.com slash high vibe you get bonus content extended episodes really really fun times in there we hang out a lot we like to comment back when you guys actually speak to us uh and you get to today at least see my child who just walked into the frame so it's a nice video (laughs) format for you um so go join the patreon we will see you there thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you in a couple weeks
1: Thanks so much for tuning into the show. Thank you to everybody who has left a review and shared the podcast with friends and family. We super appreciate it. It really helps the show a lot, especially because our goal is to get over one million downloads before the end of 2023. And we definitely need and appreciate your
2: help to do it. You can further support the show by joining patreon.com highvibe to get exclusive content, extended episodes, bonuses, and more. Thanks again for listening. We love you so much and we'll be back next week with another new episode. Bye. Bye.